so it has been kind of an up and down week for us this week, actually. I think uh, there's a lot to talk about, both good and bad. Celtics have had some bad, some good, and same thing with the Bruins. Uh, I got a few things that I think, you know, I'll give a little rundown of some stuff that we're definitely going to touch on. Uh, you and I have gone back and forth over text this week, and there's some things that we absolutely want to touch on. Yeah. I would say first would probably be the Kemba issue that happened a few nights ago. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I want to preface this by saying um, I am 27 years old. <laughs> okay. I have no business being a referee in the NBA. No one who's 27 years old has any business being a referee in the NBA. And um, I so there's a rookie referee, which is which is not a sentence I remember fucking hearing about any referee ever in my life, by the way. Uh, <laughs> goes by the name of Evan Scott, which we were all made known to uh, or we we're all turned on to that fact if we were watching the broadcast by Mike Gorman, uh, American treasure, uh, Boston hero. And he goes, that's my, he goes, that's Evan Scott, by the way. And everyone on Twitter got lit up with that. They're like, that's, that is everyone. That is him saying like, release the hounds on this man. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Like, like that is my Gorman's like, screw this guy. And, uh, so it's the third quarter. We've, we've got beat up by the Spurs pretty much the entire game. And in the third quarter, it was Kemba's first game back after the, uh, annoying loss to the wizards. Uh, and you know we we hadn't had him in three games because of illness. Uh, thank goodness it doesn't seem like it spread throughout the locker room like it did in, uh, in the Bruins locker room. Yeah. Uh, however, I, you know they also took some good steps to make sure because you know Kemba, Kemba didn't travel uh, with them. So he's back in the Spurs game. He's having a good game. We're mounting this comeback. We cut it to seven. Ke- uh, Kemba gets a hard pick on him, and I'll be honest, I don't think this was a foul. Uh. That Lamarcus Aldridge was, and the NBA came out and said that it wasn't a foul. I don't like how the NBA really handled this entirely, but the NBA came out and said this wasn't a foul. And Kemba gets the hard pick from Lamarcus Aldridge, who is, you know, for those of you who listen and don't fully know the NBA, that's a seven foot, pushing three hundred pound man on uh, our yeah. dear five foot ten, probably a buck forty Kemba Walker or whatever he may be. Uh, maybe buck eighty, whatever. Doesn't doesn't matter. Not a not a comfortable pick to take, and it knocks him down. And Kemba's pretty sure that it was like moving, and so he gets up and he complains and probably swears at the ref. That's a technical in the NBA. I think it's a sure. little soft. It's always it's also not always a technical in the NBA. So I I <laughs> we can, we can dive into uh the lack of consistency in refereeing. I've gotten to the point where. I just even when I'm watching the Bruins or the NBA, as long as it's consistent within the game, because game by game shit is different, team by team Dude, shit is different. Yeah, that that's a good point. So, all this aside, that's all fine. He swears, and Evan Scott says, "Calm down," and Kem Walker, who's weirdly being pushed back and like separated from the referee by Patty Mills, backup point guard for the Spurs. Which I loved. I like Patty Mills a lot, but it was just, it was really strange, like, to have an opposing player be like, get away from the ref type thing, which Especially is only helping he, us. He should want him to get tossed. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Or, and, like, I think that just goes to show that everyone in the NBA really loves Kemba. He's a good dude. 
And uh, he's also never been ejected in his career. Until five seconds after that first technical, when he tells him to calm down, all Kemba does is stare. And he gets his second technical. It's in slow motion. This video, this video I saw was in slow motion, and it was still so fast. It mu- the the entire altercation must have been seven seconds long. I'm glad that you bring that up because that was specifically the video that I had seen a handful of times because I was like, I there's something I'm missing here. I I have to be missing something. And then you get into the slow mo version of it, and he said, "Calm down." And then what he did was calm down. And then yeah. he and got he's thrown looking, out. He's staring. Like, fine, right. maybe he's staring. Like, what? It's Kemba Walker, two-time Sportsmanship Player of the Year Award winner, Kemba Walker. Never been ejected in his entire career, Kemba Walker. I just don't get how you toss him for nothing. You told him to stop, and he did. So did I send you this other thing he did, this, this referee did, back in, uh, I want to say, uh, Oct- it was like October? No, but he, I mean, it sounds to me like he's creating a name for himself already. Why? What happened in his rookie year? Yeah, we're right. Months in. It's the most absurd thing. It's like Evan Fournier and somebody else get tangled up, and like there's a little bit back and forth, and it's like you maybe call a foul, and like honestly, maybe the post for this episode has the video of Kemba's thing, and then the video of this other one, and you feel yeah, free I'll to cut this it. part I'll... out or whatever. But we we should use these videos to show. Yeah, for sure. The other one is, it's it's unbelievable. They get t- tangled up, and they're both running back down the floor, one of them to get back on defense, the other guy to catch up with the offense. And they just keep getting tangled, and they're jostling, and maybe it's a little physical. They're li- they're literally not even mad at each other. It's just, like, competitive, like, whatever, hand grab, like, just, like, kind of jockeying type stuff. And they both just get, he, he stops it, technical them both, and then immediately tosses them both. So... Here's the thing, like with with basketball and and hockey, I've noticed everything is getting way more soft. Like yeah. basketball has never been known to be an extremely physical sport, but something like that, you could get away with that a hundred times out of a hundred. You know, maybe ten, fifteen years ago. Now, th- you got these rookie guys coming in here that are calling every single thing and kind of ruining parts of the game. I'm not saying that you know this should be a super physical game, but you got to give a, there has to be some sort of leniency here. Yeah, I agree. Um so, but I I don't understand where it's I don't I don't know. It it seems like a specific issue with this guy, but the NBA uh having his back was really disappointing. Well, I'm sure that if he's made two mistakes already halfway through the season, then he's bound to make more. Yeah. But unfortunately, with this whole Kemba thing, you know, they lose that game. They go on to lose, uh, what, four in a row? Three in a row. And then, you know, they kind of they lose a big game to the Sixers, which kind of hurts. Um, But then they end up coming back, having a huge game last night. It was last night, right? Yep. Where, I mean, they kind of stomped all over them last night. Yeah, I mean, it, like... It felt, I mean, like, so we lo- we lose the Wizards. That was brutal. The Spurs loss was brutal. I I I always think Greg Popovich is just a worrisome guy to have on the other side of the floor against you. I, I don't know. Greg yeah. Popovich can do this to us. I don't know. I don't know why. I think he gets. I think he kind of gets off on eviscerating young up and comers such as Brad Stevens. 
then we then we lose to an Embiidless Sixers, which Brad said he felt positives out of, um, and I thought that was pretty, uh, you know, interesting. <laughs> I don't know that I saw them, uh, so whatever, that's fine. And then we come back and we and we stomp the Pelicans, and everyone's just like, yeah, like okay, don't get all excited about the Pelicans, uh, like stomping all over the Pelicans. It's like I'm sorry, that team's been really annoying lately. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a the Pelicans have been better than the Wizards lately, and we dropped to the Wizards. Granted, we didn't have Kemba, but I don't know. It just like it was a it, was, it felt like a get your groove back type game. And then after these three losses, I guess we'll just we'll just snowball this into you know my real issue uh, with my fellow Celtics fans at the current moment. It's just like after those three losses, you're just you're third in the conference, and you're just hearing in this season that we've both established. It's not a year that you're expected to win at all. Um, but, you know, it's also still wide open. But, like, we don't really have the team that's expected to win the NBA championship. And so after these three losses, you have so many people calling for Gordon Hayward to get traded. Yeah, guy see, who's that's, seventh that's in the front court of the East voting for All-Stars. Yeah. Gordon Hayward. Guy who you can maybe get Andre Drummond for. Who the fuck really cares? Gordon Hayward? And, like, I've called into question, like, you know, there's some interesting things with, like, if you did move Hayward and stuff like that. I think I even said some on here. But I I don't want to do it right now by any means. And it's just, like, it's it's absurd to point the finger at him. Like, he's not letting Jalen and Jason, like, thrive. How? By being, like, a, a valuable asset while he's back on the floor? Like, we weren't exactly thriving without him. We were getting by, and now you have him back again. And it's just like, there, our record with a, or like, our record is insane. And then if you look at, we've had like, at one point we were like, it was like we were 25, I don't know, something like 20 and 10 around that, something to give or take on yep. each end. And six of those games, we'd had a full roster. I mean, it shows that, you know, that there is, they do have a resilient team and, and, I don't know. It's just tough when you don't have that full roster. I agree. Uh, but we haven't had it. And now that we have it, people are calling for removing part of it. And it's just like, what What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Like, no, that's that's stupid. It's, that's so short-sighted. And it's just like, that's the type of shit. It's just like, that's like, that's the Celtics version of the guys in the balcony like we were talking last week who are... Like, like, oh, we shouldn't be paying this much for this guy. It's like it's the same thing. And they're like, oh, get rid of him so you can pay for this guy. Because why are you giving him thirty million and all this stuff? And like, I've seen people like be like, we should have kept Marcus Morris instead of Gordon Hayward. Like they're the same player at like a discount. <laughs> Just like right. this is this is absolutely ridiculous. For me, it's like so you're gonna get rid of Hayward, and yeah, obviously there has to be some sort of good return for him that makes it worthwhile. But then again. Like we've talked about already this season, you're still a couple pieces away from winning it all or being a team that is, you know, really favored to win it all. You have a shot to win it. You're a good team. I mean, you're top team in the East for sure. But, you know, right now you're looking at a couple pieces away. And if you trade him away, you got to get another guy in here that's going to learn the system and finally get ready to, you know, be a part of this team. And, for me, it's 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 more about adding somebody than subtracting somebody to add someone else. It's trying to find a way to to add another player that's going to complement this team and hopefully put them over the edge there. Because I think Hayward's a good you know a big part of this team right now, and 
I think people are just suggesting to trade him because he obviously has value. Yeah, and he, he he's a huge hit on the salary cap as well. But yeah. you know, so will be whoever we trade him for because we're trading him. F- he's the, he's the ideal move for a big contract like Drummond coming in because you can that's that m- the money will work out exactly. And the talent's I mean, close. You get rid of one big contract and you pick up another, so that part of it doesn't really change. It's just it's just a ridiculous conversation. Not to mention the whole factor of like I still want to see this through. You know, like. Him and Brad's history, I think, is such a fascinating facet of this team with how far they got at Butler to almost getting it and how they got knocked out by Kemba in the, at the end. I like this guy. I want him on the team. And, yeah, them uh, bringing him in originally was was pretty big for specifically that reason. You know, those two have a history and they they play well or they, you know, coach and play well together. So, yeah, I mean, I, I got to imagine Gordon credits Brad with a lot of his career. And I think I've heard him say such. Yeah. You know, it's just. Let's see this through. Let's see what they got. Um, if let's not sell anybody for the, for a big man right now. Yeah, I don't think that's the answer to our uh, roster questions right now. No. So I don't know that that's uh, that's all my annoyed annoyedness on the Celtics front end. Uh, looked good last night. Got kind of a got a stretch coming up that I don't know. We, I don't think we should really drop any of these. Except until Thursday, we got a test. We should beat the Bulls, I think, tomorrow. We should beat the Pistons on Wednesday, and then, unfortunately, off the other back to back. We brought this up last last podcast. We got Giannis and the, and the Bucks on uh, on Thursday at eight Eastern time. So that'll well, be another test. We took them in the first game, but I don't know. I mean, I think if if uh, Tatum plays anything like he did last night, then there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, dropping forty one. Pretty. That's that's all right, isn't it? I think it's good. I think so. Is that good? Um, I don't know. I think. Well, I think it's good. Yeah. Someone should let us know. Career high. Yeah. I think they called it. I I I don't know what any of it. Yeah, means. that that is what they said. Um, so I think yeah, I think that's good. But yeah. TBD, baby. TBD. <laughs> if you know, let let us know because we're still curious about that. He's the uh, he's the second youngest player to drop 40 for the Celtics. Is that uh, good? That sounds pretty good. The okay. the other guy did it did it younger two times and he was a guy by the name of Anton Walker, which at his youngest was 40 a 49 point game, which is just crazy. You forget how good Anton Walker was. Yeah, when you when you 49 points is just like at that at the age especially is pretty crazy. And and then in in that NBA too, it's just I don't know. And then in today's NBA, I think I don't. Know, I think it's harder. Now. I don't know. You can get. I don't want to get into old versus new <laughs> NBA with hand checking. Good God. Yeah. But yeah. Um. That any. I feel fine about ahead. this team. I just. I'm, I'm annoyed with everyone else. I'm annoyed with the media. I'm annoyed with people getting gassed up over it. I just. Yeah. And I'm annoyed you know, with Evan gotta, Scott. I hope Evan Scott gets fired. <laughs> I don't. I doubt that's going to happen, especially since it seems like the NBA loves him. Obviously, but. We can have a we can cross our fingers. Hey, I mean, if he if he just pulls anything like he pulled in October, this is like Tim Duncan getting thrown out by Joe Crawford for laughing on the bench level ridiculousness. Honestly, just like Tim Duncan never like rarely ever got ejected for anything. He laughs on the bench and old bald Joe Crawford 
threw him out from the bench. And it's like, that's kind of what the Kemba thing almost felt like. It was just ridiculous. I don't know, a little less, but. He's probably secretly a fan of a certain team, and every other team he has, like, a complete hatred for, he's just going to yeah. screw them. That's the other thing. I started this point with I'm 27. It's just like, I don't think any 27-year-old has a secure enough relationship with their ego to be dealing with professional athletes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the only the only kind of rebuttal, I guess I could say to that, is that you're refereeing players that are 20 years old or 18 or, you know, 21 years old. So it's kind of like you have more, I guess, mental experience than they do. And you're you're basically just policing them on the court. Right. So I don't know. But then you also have, you know, older guys, too, that kind of look at you and just laugh. Vince Carter's 15 years older than him. <laughs> I just think that's weird. I just yeah. think it's weird. I don't know. I just I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I hope <laughs> everyone on Twitter was like, send him back to the G League, and I'm like, just send him somewhere away. Just tell him to stop. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Any other hot takes you got on the Celtics right now, or what? Um. I I love Enos Canner. Um. And I, I continue to find it difficult to watch Brad Wanamaker and think these are valuable minutes. Well, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of a hot take. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I mean, again, I guess it's because I'm of the camp of let's see what these young guys can do and grow. And I'd, I'd rather, I don't know, I, I think I said it last week. How many times will I say I think I said it last week on this podcast? Just ever, so everyone knows I'm fighting the flu, so... This is my A game today, and I'm doing my damn best. Um, <laughs> Hell the, yeah! yeah th- thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm taking a tally too. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a tally here. I think I'm at on three. last week's episode. I think, I, I think I'm at three. Um, Carson Edwards. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, we had him in this week during some crunch time. He was sent down to the G League for a while. Maybe it's just part of the way we do it. Um, but I thought he was gonna get some significant backup minutes, and like at least be battling it out with. Wanamaker and you know Wanamaker got the keys when Kemba was down and uh, I don't know I just he's I find him frustrating to watch and like when he's good he does some great stuff and it's he's fun at certain points but just some crazy crunch like when he's bad it's just like the last minute or like the absolute last moment of the game you wanted him to be bad you know yeah like you just like giving a turnover, like there was one in the Spurs game when we had cut it super low before the Kemba thing, and just throwing the ball to the other team. <laughs> it's like, okay, I feel like that's not exactly what you want him to do at that point. Yeah, uh, usually you keep the ball. <laughs> Turnovers yeah. are a negative. Uh, I only know that because I play fantasy basketball. Um, yeah, try to give it to your own team. Yeah, yeah. I think look, I'm no professional athlete here, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. Just saying, just throwing it out there, caution the yeah. wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's all I got for the C's. I don't know. Uh, I if Brad's not worried, I'm not worried. That's I guess where I stand. And uh, the Pelicans, we should have beat the Pelicans, but beating a team by 35 is a feat. And beating oh yeah, a team it doesn't matter with, who it is. Yeah. yeah, and I guess they're a little depleted and like I don't know that 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 doesn't stop this team from fucking losing a game earlier this year. The Raptors, you know, like. <laughs> Beat up teams still beat us. Uh, right. the, the biggest thing, and I guess just one other thing we can touch on, uh, is just, and they do this a lot better with Kemba, but 
God, we each of those losses, we just we blow the lead in the first quarter. Like we lose in the first quarter, or we come back and win. But it's we lose in the, if we lose if we lost the game, we lost in the first quarter. So, I mean, that's gotta get that's gotta get to them at some point, right? I mean, it, when you when you go down so big in the first, it's like how. You, I, I see the same thing with the Bruins. It's like you're constantly digging out of a hole just to win the game. Yeah. You know, like it puts a lot of pressure on you. It puts a lot of stress and it wears you down, you know, so I can't imagine that they can keep that up. Right. I agree. Something's something's got to change. Something's got to give. Um, But I don't know. I'm not worried. Shut up about Hayward. <laughs> yeah, for real. He's good. He's a good player. Also, I mean, the, the deadline's still a month away, so why don't we at least watch the next three weeks as if yeah. anything's going to happen before the day of. Oh, but Drummond might go to Atlanta if we don't act quick. Good. Let him go. Okay, bye. <laughs> I want Andre Drummond. Ugh. Um, well, in other news, Bruins had actually a pretty good week, if, we're, say. if we're looking at it that way. Yeah. Um, actually finally get back in the win column, and, and a few of them in – you know, convincing fashion. Um, Pasta is kind of on fire right now, I guess I'll say. Yep. Um, he had a hat trick the other night. He still leads the league in goals. He's up to 35 now. That's, I mean, he's he's just on a mission this year. I mean, I don't, and I don't even think that he's like, I don't want to say he's not trying. I just think that this no, is it, him it, it, when it, he it, finally gets into his potential. Yeah, but also it's just like it's, it's like this is him when he finally starts to get into his potential. Right. I like mean, you haven't seen this like peak. Th- no. There's something about his play that looks so effortless. And it just makes That's you the think That's the other that, thing like, too. Right. He, he has that extra gear that he hasn't even really touched yet, which yep. is just terrifying. If you're if you're any other team in the NHL it is. Yeah. Um He could he could he could viably get 60 goals this season. He he absolutely could. I mean, he's already passed thirty five. We're a little bit over the halfway mark. Um, he has, I think he has three hat tricks this season. He has at least two, if not three. Well, um, he, he got one the other night. Yeah. Where you so you're at the Jets game. Yep, that was and, actually uh, a fun game. I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna happen. I didn't think the outcome was gonna be that way. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, coming coming from behind a little bit and catching back up, but. Uh, him and DeBrusque finally – DeBrusque seems to be coming along pretty well, too. I mean, he had a goal against the Islanders, too. and Yeah, we were saying, um, uh, you know, he's the only guy who plays, uh, Pastor and I. And then, uh, and then we noticed DeBrusque. Yeah. We have two guys now. And then yep. and then old Bergie came back on a game later for us in a way well, that that's we haven't the other seen thing. in a long time. Finally get an overtime win. You know, I, if, lately it's felt like every time we go into overtime, which is just an automatic loss. Um, so getting that win against the Islanders, well, who's a good team, um, it, it's good. I mean, that definitely has to pump them up a little bit. They got back-to-backs coming up Monday, Tuesday, but um, that has to go a long way for them to finally get it in overtime. And and it, it, it does seem like everybody on this team is contributing right now. Yeah. And something that I've really noticed is, you know, the the deep run that we made last year, a lot of it hinged really on the fourth line getting going, which you don't say very often. But you know, when we can run roll all four lines, a lot of it's really hard for teams to to hang with us. Mm-hmm. And when the fourth line 
when they're getting involved, when they're getting assists, when they're getting goals, you know, it, I think it really boosts the morale of the whole team. I think the whole team really feels like everybody's contributing. That game against Nashville, there were six goals, and they it was all by different players. Right. You know, so everybody was contributing, and it seems like the team's coming around finally. We for got a little slump. And the moms, yeah. For the moms. Six guys we, scored for their moms. We did two two games with the moms, and we won both of them. You gotta, you got to show up for the moms. Honestly, yeah. i got to start gambling on, on Bruins' mom's games heavily. <laughs> I, I don't know why next... I was even worried. I was like, LaViolette gets fired, so maybe the new coach is like, this is how we run this team, and we get yeah. throttled. And no one told me the moms were there until the puck dropped. Yeah, that wasn't really fair. Like, Vegas needs to kind of specify that when you put in a, a bet. Vegas would love to not specify that. <laughs> they don't want to um, give you any more money than they have to. For sure. They like getting your money. Definitely. And uh, everybody that I know that does sports betting, Vegas gets a lot of their money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, God bless them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm giving them some. Um, it's my favorite charity to donate to, Vegas. Um, Vegas, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I should start so, betting on Mike Vrabel, that old Patriots player. He's doing something good with this other thing. Yeah, I think that he's like a librarian or something now, or what's he doing? Yeah, something like that. He said he'd cut his dick off if he could take his library to the championship or something. That's what it was. I knew it was something, yeah. Something Three books like for every kid if yep. he cuts his dick off, or I can't remember. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, there's got to be something you can, you can gamble on anything. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably parlay that with something sick, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, women's uh, chests or something or yeah <laughs> i was gonna say josh mcdaniel's next coaching destination but oh, yeah, yeah women's chests would be good too <laughs> yeah yeah head coaching uh, is gonna be in the c in the cfl so yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know he, he's a big manzel fan and that's the only place you can coach him i mean if uh, you guys can't tell we're a little bit sour about nfl right now so yeah we should probably stick to the two things that we yeah. we like right now. Yeah, and like uh, you know, <laughs> fuck the Red Sox because you should pay Mookie Betts as much money as you have. But uh, yeah, we the Celtic we stay in TD Garden. Yeah, balcony chatter sure. is in the balcony of the TD Garden. <laughs> and sometimes and, you and chatter about shit that goes on outside, but most of the time you do not. Right. Um. So speaking of that, I you know we got two games coming up on on Monday Tuesday. We got Philly, then we got Columbus. And then we have back-to-back with Pittsburgh at home and then away. So I'm going to be at the game away next weekend. I'll obviously be at the, the home game as well. But um, it'll be cool to kind of check out the stadium in Pittsburgh. And hopefully, you know, obviously we want to see a win, especially traveling. So we'll be doing some, some uh, you know, social media stuff, Twitter, Instagram, about being out there and, and the game and stuff like that. So that should be fun. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, you know, not so far down the road, I'm excited to have the Bruins come visit me. They're paying yeah. me a visit. They were telling the me about that the other day, actually. That's they were like, cool. so we're on the way out to uh, to see Tim Appreciate in a bit. Him. Wow. Um, My guys. You know, they, they just do. They love you. I don't know. I love them. I love them, you know? Just, yeah. It's just a bunch of good friends. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to hit that game in L.A.? Yeah, I'll never go to Anaheim again. I was I was just gonna ask you any chance you go out to that game. I went to Anaheim last year. Um, what was the why? Why the never again? I 
Anaheim is somehow full of just the shittiest white people ever. <laughs> just like really entitled, dumb, shitty white people. Okay. And uh, my friend, my friend, uh, shout out Daniel Herzog. He definitely will never listen to this, be- and you're about to hear why. He's a uh, he's a New York fan. He's from. Oh no. Grew up in L.A., but they would go down to see uh, the Yankees play the Angels whenever the Yankees are in town. And <laughs> the Yankees had a home run, and they stood up and, like, clapped and, like, cheered for their team. And the, the this is, like, Anaheim in a nutshell. The lady behind them, uh, the, or, like, the like the, the family, or, like, I don't know, everyone behind them was just like, can you guys, like, sit down and clap? Like, come on, we're trying to see the game. <laughs> just like, Okay, what? lady. So I should have known with this the going into last year that I was going to fucking hate the people of Anaheim. Um, and so uh, we get bleacher seats and we're watching the game and we kind of got in the same or like I had some friends who were in a different section. So we all came and like sat in the same section because it was pretty fucking empty. No one really gives so- a shit. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, like not super em- like every section had people, but like there were severe sections and like there was like a row in front of us and a row behind us. And so I went from like, so some of our friends went and sat in front of us. And so like I sat in my normal seats and then like the girl I was sitting next to, I went and sat like in front of her and she started putting her shoe on my shoulder. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, okay. And I like shook it off (laughs) and then she put it on again. And I turned around and I said, hey, can you not put your shoe on my shoulder? <laughs> you know, one of those requests. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, Real nitpicky bitching of me. You're asking a lot. And she goes, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you paid for that seat. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. She, she said, I'm sorry. Did you pay for that seat? I said, lady, did you? You didn't Ooh, pay for it either. You gave her the old did you? Yeah, I gave her did you. Damn. And then this, I don't think the did you did much because, again, they don't process quickly, <laughs> and she did shut up, but the stink eye went a long way, and she she removed her foot. And then any any opportunity, when I stood up and left the game, I just stank eyed her. I stank eyed her boyfriend, too, because I was like, you, you didn't say anything. Dude, what kind of person do you have to be to do that to someone else? I could tell that she was, like, embarrassing the people that were with her, but they were too weak to say anything about it. Like, she was with her boyfriend, who she was just verbally abusing the entire time about, like, concession stand snacks or something. (laughs) And then, like, their other friends are just trying to talk, and she would just talk over them and talk about something else and put her shoes on my back. And I just hate, I hated her, and she was the representation of Anna. (laughs) Dude, that's insane, though. It, it was like, nuts. It was if you're with nuts. that person, you have to be like, hey, are you serious? You're embarrassing all of us yeah. by acting like a goddamn child. Dude. Well, that doesn't like really I, make Like I stole it, her footrest for the game. <laughs> well, you didn't that she didn't it. pay for. Yeah, well, she didn't either. Well, that's true, but neither did you. Yeah, fine. You know what? She's right, and I should go back to Anaheim <laughs> and so, see if I don't murder myself or someone else. Um. It'd be cool so, to go back uh, to Vegas at some point. I think we are we were already here again, again already in the earlier part of the season, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do that. I did that the first year we were out here. That was cool. Um, San Jose would be a cool trek. I got to do more out here, but this year I'm just planning on the Kings, so we'll see. I am slowly trying to tick off every, um, you know, fan or every stadium in the NHL. I'm probably past ten at this point, so. 
I'm going to make my way out there at some point. The Anaheim thing doesn't make me feel great about going there, but it's all right. Well, if we, if we have each other, I think we can be fine. Yeah, yeah. Also, we'll pay uh, for we'll pay to not be in the balcony. I was with some friends of mine who uh, were looking for the cheapest tickets, and I was like, okay, that's fine. We can sit wherever. Yeah, you and I because it's not crazy expensive. You and I can get in the lower bowl and see what's what. Yeah. Interesting well, stadium, the Honda Center. Small. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll do it. Maybe next year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got the games coming up this week. We got Pittsburgh this weekend coming up. I will be at that. Um, I'm looking forward to those, too. I mean, I, I've been to Pittsburgh a handful of times. I actually yeah. really like the city, um, but I've never been to a game. So that'll be fun. It'll be interesting. You'll have a new view on it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, see how the people But, yeah, are. Not, you know, not easy games coming up this week. With Columbus, who we lost to recently, um, and then Pittsburgh is never usually easy. I know they have an extremely depleted team right now, but you can never really count them out. I think Crosby's still out, hurt, maybe not. Who do? What do I know? But yeah, that Pittsburgh team seems up and down and all around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we get the All Star game coming up here shortly too, which uh, we have. I think we already talked about this a little bit. Pasta as the captain. Uh, Cassidy is going to be coaching, and Rask will be there. <laughs> I don't know that he will be the starting goalie, or yeah, but he will be there. Um, how'd Char look last night to you? Uh, actually, pretty good. I mean, it didn't seem like he really lost a step. I mean, ex- aside from his normal slowness, didn't seem like he lost oh, yeah. anything. And yeah. I think the speculation—I don't know if it ever really, really came out—was that it was jaw issue because. He got into that fight a couple games before, and he got tagged pretty good um, right in that jaw, which we don't want to have be a lingering issue because that one's kind of, you know, I don't know. I guess he could wear a bowl. He could wear the fish bowl on his head, but, you know, that kind of hinders how you play a little bit and affects your game. So hopefully yeah. that's not a, a lingering problem, and hopefully it gets a little bit better. He, he looked fine like last procedure? night. Yeah, he did. He did yeah. have a scheduled procedures because he had that broken jaw last year, so he had a scheduled um, follow-up type of thing, and who knows how that went. But he's playing because he's an animal. So Yeah, seriously. Um, but, you know, Grizzly got hurt last night. He skated this morning. He said that he felt a lot better than anticipated after the kind of um, issue that he took. A, he took like a slap shot to the leg. Um, but he seems to be all right. Maybe he'll miss the next game. Maybe he'll play the next game. He, they said he's a game-time decision. Yeah. Uh, McAvoy got hurt yet again, but continued to play. Took a slap shot, like, off the foot. That's great. Hey, gotta love we're blocking it. pucks. We are blocking pucks, but I don't know. It, not in the best way possible. Um, oh. But... Hopefully we can keep up the the use your winnings. use your backs guys yeah throw a, throw a disc in there <laughs> dude <laughs> just lay uh, down yeah I know and I'm knocking I'm knocking on wood for uh, no uh, no Gregory Campbell's yeah exactly um, but yeah I mean good to get that win last night in in or should I say on Long Island because everybody gets angry when you don't say on Long Island even though who cares. Um, Long Island, Long Island. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn. I like to think every uh, every time we beat uh, Mr. Boychuk, he just kind of thinks like maybe I'll go back, you know. But that's just me telling myself that. But. Dude, he's still got that sick shot though. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I want him back. That would I'm be just sick. lying to myself and saying that he's thinking about it. He doesn't yeah. think about us. He's, he's not, not had fun he, in Boston though, but he's definitely having a blast in Brooklyn. Everybody has fun in Boston, and but he got his championship, and then he got a contract. And what are you gonna do? I'm gonna cry. I usually that's what I usually do about Johnny Boychuk. I just let a tear out every once in a while. I mean, that seems fair. Um, but anyways, we beat him. <laughs> he beat us the last time. We beat him this time. We got him back. And we got one more with them. Three. Um, I don't think we do. I think we've no, actually. We oh no, we do. We do. It's a. It's a way. Yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna go out to that game too. It's at the end of February. You almost um, forgot you're going to Long Island. Long yeah. Island. It's not something that I really try to remember very often. I just are they splitting this year? Is so, are some at Barclays, some are at the Coliseum thing? Yep. Um, the so last night was at Barclay, which is the reason that I didn't go out to it. Um, and then the end of February is back at the Coliseum, which is a thousand times better and way more fun and way more accessible. Getting into Brooklyn sucks. So yeah. if anybody's thinking about going to Brooklyn, definitely don't go to Brooklyn ever. Unless you got like Amtrak money. Yeah. yeah. So I would not recommend it. Also, the stadium, now that we're back to kind of talking about that stuff a little bit, stadium sucks. It's built yeah. for basketball. It's made for the Nets. Um, there's so many obstructed view seats everywhere you sit, whether you're sitting in lower level, upper level. It is trash. Damn. So I would not recommend it. And it's the reason that I've only been there one time and I have no desire to go back. So, um, I don't, I, I mean, Brooklyn just kind of sucks anyway. So, uh, I can't wait to finally get to TD I haven't yeah. been since the changes. You got to get back. We've, we've yeah. they've done a lot of renovations. Everything's looking nice and I think they're continuing to do more, but, um, you got to get out here. Hell yeah. I'm in, I'm booking my flight. It might be during the playoffs though. So I might have to get my own tickets, but. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Bringing the bringing the lady out. Nice. Yeah. Well, so. either way, we will figure out what what uh, we'll, we'll definitely catch yeah, maybe up. Maybe we just we'll sell go. yours. We'll or yeah, or maybe we sell yours towards money, and we can all sit together somewhere. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That'd be cool. Definitely. All right. Lots to talk about. Let's uh, I don't know. Let's see if we when we can check in this week. I'd really uh, love to talk before the Bucks game, but uh, it'd be good to definitely talk right after. It's a good assessment for the Celtics, uh, and then the Bruins got some good self assessment for us coming up here. What day do we uh, have the Bucks again? With the Bucks on Thursday night. Okay. So uh, some good so games coming got, up this week. Are you going back to back? Because Jackets are home too, right? So you're going Flyers Jackets. No, those are both away. Those are both the way. Oh, okay. Yep. And, and then, then Pittsburgh at home. home on Thursday. Yep. Oh, got it. Okay, I had it flipped there. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, then uh, maybe we can do a late Thursday night recap with both. We'll see what's happening or maybe check in earlier in the week and see how we're holding up with the Flyers and the Jackets. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. All right, we'll catch up. All right, brother. All right, brother.